Welcome to Radio Rehab. I'm your host, Dana. I'm an addict and alcoholic. This is a show for other addicts and alcoholics and also for their families and for anyone who knows us. If this is your first time listening, we have over 300 episodes in the bank. You can go back and listen to all of them. If you can't get to a meeting right now, which is completely understandable, you can go back and listen to any of our episodes. Please do. We welcome you. And if you like what you hear, please rate, subscribe, and like us because uh, it makes me happy. gives me a reason to wake up tomorrow. You guys lucked out this week because we have four episodes with Jerry because once Jerry and I start talking, we don't know how to shut up. Seriously, like we have talked on the phone for five hours at a time. Let's jump into our series with my dear friend, Jerry. Welcome to Radio Rehab. Here's your host, Dana Keys. Talk to you about the steps because talk to you the minute because, well, I mean, I don't know how much we got into the fact that we've known each other since the 90s. And yeah. to me back then, well, how much time did you have in 1998? Four years? Two. Oh, three, that's four. What's four. really funny is to me, you had 37 years. Oh, yeah. Oh, in yeah. In my mind, I was like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I, I, like I literally would have let you become the executor of my will. I'm like, I don't know anyone <laughs> even close to my age with that much clean. Oh my God. Like it's amazing to me. Right. So, yeah. and I do remember, and we talked about recently how, when yeah. I, you know, cause I couldn't get more than nine months at a time back then. And about how, when I relapsed and I was detoxing and you mm. came over and brought me juice and chocolate, you know, mm. cause I was a detoxing heroin addict and I needed sugar and, you know, beverages. <laughs> so that we had that, but then you also told me about the way you work the steps not just from front to back, from but from back to front. So right. I was, uh, after I did rehab, I did the whole sponsor thing. And, and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But somebody shared something in a meeting once, and it really struck home with me, VJ. And um, I incorporated it into my life because I'd already worked the steps, you know, step tradition, step tradition. And it's just like things got so crazy that I literally, they say that you can plug your entire life into the steps mm -hmm. and, and work through any issue. And I, you know, I thought that they were full of it, right. but you know, I gave it a shot. And I, as I was sitting inside of a Denny's with one of my sponsees, he's like, well, you know, I'm not feeling this. And you know, I, you know, I don't know what to do about this and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, so let's plug it in. He goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, okay. If I'm not working with others, then 12 goes out the window. Mm -hmm. He goes, okay. I'm like, and if I'm not working with others, it's probably because I'm not spiritually fit. So there goes 11. I'm like, what about that wonderful handy dandy list? He's like, what list? I'm like, well, did you pray to God to, to help you out with that list? And he's like, the amends and I'm like oh well there's there's the you know that one's gone and that one's gone I'm like what about eight you know you didn't make that list you know what about seven right. so if you're not working seven then you didn't put the, you're not dealing with your shortcomings if you're not dealing with your shortcomings it's probably because what you, you didn't put did, them in your fourth step which means that you didn't share it you didn't right. put it on your four step, which means that you are not trusting in a higher power, which means that you're fucking insane, which means that you forgot the cardinal rule of all of this. You're powerless over people, places, and things. 
Yes. And he looked at me like I had the the gates of heaven had opened up. I'm all, bro, <laughs> it's not my thing. I'm like, this is a thing that's well beyond me. You know, this is what I've learned being in the program of Narcotics Anonymous and Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, being around for this long has enabled me to be able to see how to incorporate this in all of my life, my entire yeah. life. You know, and I, I, I'd like to say that, that things are perfect today, but they are far from it. But I was never promised perfection. I was promised right. that I didn't have to get high yeah. one day. That's it. Right. You know, so... Working the steps forward was a bitch, but plugging them back in backwards and understanding that everything begins and ends with me being powerless really changed everything for me. It really did. Yeah, I have a, I have a similar experience. I, well, I mean, from what my sponsor told me, she said, because I would, the minute I finished the steps, I was like, let's work them again. And she was so hard. So the minute I got to nine, she's like, okay, hey, we can do 10 when you get a sponsee. And I was like, no, this is about me that I did and then we finished the steps but it's like and then she said to me she goes look I love how she calls me baby girl it's my sponsor my sponsor calls me that this is my favorite thing in the world she goes look baby girl see when you work the steps the first time you work the steps but the next time you work then the steps work you yep and then the rest of your recovery is the steps work through you and that's been huge I haven't gotten to that point where I can actually feel that you know like I need to I, have, I mean there's you know what I'm uh, I'm a work in progress we all are but like I'm, I'm really in the beginning of my progress. So like, I really want to get to the point where just the steps work through me. And but having sponsees has been everything. That's the closest I've come to being able to say that the steps work through me. Well, that's exactly what it is. That is the steps working through you. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And for those of you who don't know, we have known each other a very, very, very long time. Right. Yeah, she was. So I she talked was about a, the rehab I was in. They call it the reluctant to recover rehab, and that wow. was 1998. And you, we, they ship us in from everywhere to be in that little rehab. <laughs> we were from Canada, New York, LA, and then. But when we would graduate and go to outside meetings, and we meet people like you at young people's meetings, which was everything for me. Oh yeah, because yeah, that's because, why I knew you. I met you in '98. Mm-hmm. The the young people's movement in the '90s was was awesome. I mean, oh, I feel so rad. I feel oh. sorry for a lot for a lot of the things that are happening now because it's just like there's no there's none of that camaraderie. We weren't That's worried about, about yeah. We, we weren't worried about anything. We were worried about whether or not we were going to get loaded. That's it. Right. And that's all that we needed. And we were to in such a huge pack. We yeah. were so safe. It's like the meeting ends. We're outside smoking cigarettes, drinking Red Bull, whatever was the thing back then. Like, uh -huh. and, then and then we hang out for like another four hours somewhere mm -hmm. else. We kept each other clean. Like, oh, yeah. It was oh, really, yeah. it was a good time. I had, I lost my entire support group a couple of times. Mm. Uh, Dan, Tony, all of those guys. Yeah. I, I lost them. They fell by the wayside. And I used to ask my, my, the guy who was sponsoring me, you know, I'm like, hey, you know, why me? Why me? And he's like, why the fuck not you? Yeah. You know, you've done the work. You've paid the price. Do you want to go back out? I'm like, no. He goes, do you understand that if you pick up, all bets are off? He's like, you might as well take everything that you've gained spiritually in this program and give it back. And burn your entire life down because that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. You know, 
it was giving back was like that you were big even like at like two three four years however you had that time, like giving back was all part of it like you like that rehab town that i was in you know growing up in la was literally buttfuck egypt it's called yeah. mona california it's I still butt egypt. It. like legit <laughs> buttfuck egypt like you might as well cross the Nile to get there. It's that mm -hmm. far away. Yeah, they ride horses down the street still. Yeah, do. Oh my god! I guess absolutely. But like you and you know your other friend, like you guys giving me a ride back. That was like I feel like a thirty-minute car drive through mountains and horse shit and whatever yeah. it takes to get to Ramona. But yeah, like you were always giving back, and like I don't feel like I ever felt the message until I gave back. And and that's like that's what's so sad at some of the meetings that I've been to lately is like that whole thing is lost. Hmm. It's the kinder, softer, gentler way. Now, when I first got clean, the first AA meeting I went to, they told me to shut the fuck up, that's take right. the cotton out of my ears and stick and it in my it mouth. <laughs> right. And I wasn't allowed to lead a meeting until I had six months. Right. I had people I who was, grew up like that are still fucking clean and sober. I mean, I, I interviewed Jack Grisham on this show and he, dude, he wrote his, he wrote his own way of going through the 12. I mean, it's not any different than the book, but he just goes through the 12 stuff. And he talks about like people are like my sponsor, this guy, my spot. It's like, it's like, no, you work for them. You're not like, I'm a god because I have 15 sponsees. Oh, I, I hated I'm, having that like, many sponsees. Oh, I can, I can do two at a time because I swear to God, I still have wet brain. I can do two at a time and I can't handle more than that. Well, it, it's okay because right at where you're at, that's. Right. I was told that I wasn't allowed to have more sponsees than I had years clean. I'm like, I'm screwed. Screwed. Oh because oh, you're I... lucky. That'd be awesome. My sponsor, my sponsors, like, I want you to sponsor half the women in the valley before you get to step 12 like, like no what where are all these newcomers and i'm gonna what invite my house ew mm -hmm. <laughs> no. like oh god my feelings have so changed it's just it's so weird it's beautiful but it's weird my my first sponsor paul the guy who i i called right before all of this i called him and uh he well he was giving me a cake last year oh i i, I take maybe one when I used, when I had a year, I took like 20, you know, but I would I'm stop. Five at years and I'm going to take 25. <laughs> you, you better, you better. Do. You better. I better be there for one of them. Oh, you're, you're going to be there for at uh, least five of them. Okay. I'm in. For San Diego. Or if you want to come to LA, <laughs> then we'll make it 20. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, he was giving me a cake and he's like, look, I used to go to a meeting in Mira Mesa where Jerry was still in rehab because in my rehab, oh yeah, in my rehab, I wasn't allowed to have mail until I had 30 days. I wasn't allowed to what? use the phone for three months. I wasn't allowed to go to outside meetings until I had six months. I wasn't allowed a pass until I had six months. And one of the eight hours that I was, had my pass for had to be at a meeting. That yeah. sounds a lot like cry help in Los Angeles. It was. Whereas, yeah, Pomero, well, yeah, Pomero, like, I got to talk on the phone one time the whole time that I was there. And that's because I ramboed over the fucking fence and hiked down the trail on <laughs> my boyfriend at the time. Oh, I can't even believe him a lot. I'm not a hiker. You know me. <laughs> 
I'm not somebody who forages through woods at night. <laughs> That's just not Especially my Especially in Ramona. Yeah, yeah. Especially in Ramona. Oh, my God. <laughs> seriously. I could have gotten eaten by an alligator. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to talk to my ex-boyfriend because you know why? Because I didn't want to focus on me. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, so there was that. I got in trouble, but they didn't kick me out, which is what I wanted them to do. Oh, yeah. Stuck um, there working I, in the cell. I wanted, I wanted Paul <laughs> to fire me, and he never did. Yeah. Um, he when I asked him to be my he told the story I might as well do it too. Um, when I asked him to be my sponsor, he said, "Well, do you have a book?" I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "Well, read this, this, and this, and blah blah blah." Right. And it was well. Hold on, I got to rewind for a second. So right before I got, I used actually about two years before you met me. I was about eighteen months clean. Mm -hmm. I was, and I was fresh out of rehab. I knew how to stay clean in rehab. I didn't know how to stay clean in meetings. Right. So I made a deal that I would call one of these guys that I had gone to a meeting with and knew from back in the day I used to get high with them. I would made a deal that I would call him before I got high. Right. And I had already made the decision that Jerry was going to get loaded. This is the days before cell phones. So oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm dialing the phone number and the first ring rings. And I'm like, oh, hell yes. Nobody's picking up. You know, the little drug addict in my head goes, yes. And I, I grab my keys in the second ring and I'm looking around and, you know, I grab my wallet and I make sure that I've got my fucking ATM card in it. Make sure I got some cash. Third ring's happening, and I'm unlocking the door, and I'm getting ready to walk the fuck out because it's three rings. That means that you didn't answer your phone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and right before I set the phone down and I open up the door, I hear, hello. <sighs> Mother. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, um, it's Jerry. He goes, hey, what's going on, man? And I'm like, um, I'm going to get fucking loaded, dude. He goes, what? I'm like, I went to I went to an AA meeting and they told me that they had drank more they had spilled more than I had drank and they had a program for people like me and I needed to get the fuck out of their room. He goes, "Well, first of all, that's not the way the program works." He's all, "Second of all, if they hadn't spilled so much, they probably would have <laughs> got here sooner." I'm like, "Okay, cool." You know, and I laughed and he's like, "So, what are you doing right now?" I said, "Well, honestly, I was on my way over to the Connects house." He goes, "No, no, no, no. You're going to meet me at at the Poway Young People's Meeting and we'll go from there." And that was my first introduction to the young people, and that was the reason why I hung so tough to it. Right. And I met Paul later on that night and and he he did the whole, "Well, you know, you're fine and just read this." and kind of blew me off. I'm like, "No, man, you don't understand." And two and a half hours later, he's like, do you have your book in your car? I'm like, yeah. He goes, this is what I want you to do. You're going to call me every day for the first 30 days. After that, you and I will talk. But every single day for the next 30 days, I was going to tell you that we'll work on the steps then. He goes, but you need this shit now. So this is what I want you to write. And it changed my life. Yeah. You know, no bullshit. My entire life from that point forward has been a blessing. Um, when he was when he was giving me my 25 year cake uh, in, in November, he said, "Well, you know, I knew Jerry when he was still in drug rehab, and he used to come to this meeting, and I would wait until he left before I would leave because I was afraid he'd 
pop a circuit and kill somebody. <laughs> and um, I, I was just like, what? He goes, I was looking for a clock tower. I was like, wow, okay. I had no idea that I, I rubbed people that way, but okay, you know. Right. Uh, and and what, what do you say to that? What do, you, what do you say to that after he got done? He's like, I'm very proud of you. He's like, you're like my own kid, and I love you, man. He gives me a hug, and I'm standing up there in front of a meeting full of people that I barely know because that's my fault. And I'm looking, and I'm like, whoa, I'm, I'm dumbfounded, you know? I, I'm like, I'm filled to the brim with, with gratitude for what I've been given. You know, because um, I don't I don't know about a lot of people out there, but having time for me just means I put more friends in the ground. <sighs> you know, and I, I hate to be a bummer. I like hate that. to even no, no, no. I I mean, I wouldn't have known what you meant in my first year. I mean, actually, no, it's not true because you know I've been trying to do this since I was sixteen. Right. I do get what you mean, but like when you stay clean through that it's yeah i've i've lost a lot of people and it's not all to overdoses and relapse it's like some of it our livers just aren't built to handle what we've done to them and we're gonna die young even if we have like five years clean we're gonna I've, ha I've had um kidney uh, just gonna fail. i've had a heart ablation um i just had a deviated septum fixed last year you can fix that yeah I can breathe yeah, that, through we'll my nose that the first time ever. We'll go there. Um, <laughs> I got that problem. <laughs> but um, I, I, I'm just glad that I, I've been able to be there for the people that I have inside of my life. I've got a sponsor, like we were talking about, who is a very prominent public figure now, mm -hmm. and nobody knows. And right. that's okay because it's yeah. none of their damn business, you know, unless you make it their business. At Absolutely. my work, um, everybody knows at my work because they, they all want me to go out drinking with them because they're like, hey, where's the loudmouth guy with all the jokes? And I'm like, I'm looking around, I'm like, who the hell are they talking about? They're like, uh, <laughs> you? I, I just, I, uh, okay. They're like, we want to go out to the bar with you. I'm like, yeah, you don't want me to go out. To yeah, no, you don't want me drinking. No, I know. No, I no. love when people say that because they're like, it's so funny because after a whole night, they'll be like, wait, somebody who was sober? And they'll be like, Dana. And, and then so many people who don't know me will be like, that girl was sober? The girl making diarrhea jokes? She, you mean she was not on anything? No, she's just naturally into making diarrhea jokes. <laughs> I, I've never had more fun in my life, you know? until now but yeah I, exactly I, I love when people are like i would love to know what you were like i'd love to have gotten loaded with you i'm like ah, no no so funny because like you would be in a bathtub full of ice and your kidneys would be removed yeah because like, so, yeah. you know it, it wouldn't be fun for you because i mean i'd have a couple jack and cokes and then i'd yeah. start in on the tequila right and then i'm taking you down to the atm to empty out your bank account right you for ransom from your family and the next thing you know you know i'm doing a midnight drop of uh, <laughs> of you in in the middle of hillcrest to pick up a trash can full of tens you know what i mean right. and, then, and then i'm in las vegas with with a, a gallon of tequila uh a key of cocaine and a monkey and four strippers because i want to watch the monkey chase the strippers around the room after exactly. i get exactly or in my case yeah. a lemur i'd rather watch a lemur chase strippers but yeah but you you get oh, me it's the same lemur, the ringtail one 
I mean, yes. King Julian, yes, yes. Yes. Mort, yes. I know. Yes. Yeah, that's why people do not need to get loaded with us. If you're, if you're <laughs> we're, we're not, you know, we're not yeah. fun loaded. I'm we're, a, I, right now. we're not fun loaded. Thanks so much to Jerry for being on Radio Rehab this week. And thanks so much to Jerry for driving me home in the 90s when I was dope sick and maybe dying and for still being my friend, even though I was using, because as it turns out, I was able to accomplish five years at some point. Jerry has 25 years, big difference. I'm so grateful to him for being in my life and I'm so grateful that I got to share his story with you. Stick around for the next episode where we get to hear more of Jerry's story. If you want to be on the show or you know anyone who should be on the show, please contact us. The email is radiorehab at gotoproductions.com. That's go-to productions.com. You can also call or text 415-496-9511 even when we're not in studio. And on all the socials, it's at Radio Rehab Dana, D-A-Y-N-A. Thank you for listening. Keep coming back.